Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. It's been a while since we've talked about Tesla. This is Topic B. Like the large automaker that's become, new plan announcements across the globe are becoming commonplace for him. While teasing about upcoming, <laughs> maybe, new products and a complete redo of its popular Model Y crossover. And it seems that things are as busy as ever at the house of Musk. And no, we're not going to talk about Twitter. No, that's not happening. We're talking about the car side. So whatever Elon's doing over Twitter is not for me to discuss right now. Let's talk about Tesla for a moment. The big news, the big tease. They might finally build an inexpensive small car. Insiders dub it Model 2. Well, people, if you recall, Model 3 was supposed to be the mainstream affordable Tesla that everybody was looking for. But right now, that particular car goes out the door at about $43,000, almost $44,000. And they sell a lot of them around the globe. SUVs are the center of gravity in today's market. And the most popular Tesla is actually not the Model 3. It's the crossover SUV that also rides on that same platform, the Model Y. And the Model Y starts at almost eight grand more at $52,000, almost $53,000. That's where we are. Elon Musk has been teasing for the last couple of years is a vehicle that might go for between 25 and 30,000. This sounds familiar. This definitely sounds what he talked about with the Model 3. Can he do it? The other big news is they're looking at ways to eliminate cost and production, meaning Elon Musk has finally started looking like an automaker. Automakers, their number one thing once they get a vehicle in production is reduce cost, reduce cost, reduce cost. They do it through reductions in the cost of materials, using materials that cost less money, finding ways to make it easier, quicker, faster, cheaper, and it's constant pressure. The average automaker over the life of a product, a model, will fight over tenths of a cent per unit in order to get these costs down. Elon Musk is bragging right now that they've got a way that will reduce the cost of manufacturing by 50%. If they're able to do that, in fact, really able to do it, then that might give them room to actually bring out the vehicle they promised us when they brought out the Model 3. One of the examples they gave was using the battery pack as the actual floor of the vehicle bolting the seats to that and lifting it into the car. I got nervous when I read that. I'll tell you why. One, the ability to repair it. Two, how crashworthy and how safe is it if you're sitting, I mean, literally on the battery pack? I didn't feel well about that, and that worried me. Another thing that they're talking about in the assembly process is what they call an unboxed model, and it would deliver cut costs by snapping together sub-assemblies, reducing complexity and time in assembly. And that's cute. It's not new, people. That is the oldest trick in the automotive industry, and that's called pushing costs down to the suppliers. That's what that is. By having the suppliers do the sub-assemblies, they risk the work and process inventory. They carry all the costs of actually putting the sub-assembly together, and they bear the brunt and the ebb and flow of vehicle manufacturing in terms of supply and demand. But pushing that cost lower in the supply chain takes that cost off the books of Tesla and puts it on the books of their suppliers. They've been there before, folks. 
GM, Ford, and Stellantis all do it. And it's nothing new. All Tesla is doing is looking more and more like a regular traditional automaker. And that's one of the things automakers do, which is why anytime an automaker builds a new assembly plant, there's a supplier park real close. Why? For just-in-time inventory and all the sub-assemblies they're building on behalf of the automaker to get to the plant just before they need it to put it in the vehicle. It's not new. Another thing they talked about, and I wonder about this, they said they cut costs in other ways such as eliminating sunroofs because nobody uses them. Meaning, if you buy a new Tesla, you're not going to have a sunroof. Wow. And this is wild because right now, they're eliminating sunroofs as every manufacturer I know, whether it's an SUV or a crossover or a pickup truck, are scrambling to put in panoramic sunroofs in just about everything. Somebody here has missed the memo. I don't know if it's Tesla or the rest of the automakers, but I'm going to tell you, the world's automakers can't all be wrong. And pretty much anything you buy today, particularly at the upper ends of the model range, is going to have not just a sunroof, but a panoramic, let all the light in sunroof. And they're going to brag about it. And it's typically going to be standard on the higher end vehicles. So I'm not sure what Tesla's smoking with that one. But they said it. The other thing that they are talking about is a complete redo of their Model Y. That's their volume leader right now. Not exactly sure how that's going to fit into the long-range plans because, honestly, for me to back up a minute, for Tesla to truly get the cost down, this is smoke and mirrors what they're talking about, really. Nothing new there. The honest thing, the main cost, if they're going to really make this stick, is they got to find a way to get the cost of manufacturing the batteries down. And that means different battery chemistries other than lithium ion. They might have talked about lithium iron, but they're not as energy dense. And that's not going to fly with a Tesla owner. What I think is going to happen, Tesla's batteries and their whole system is proprietary. I think they find a breakthrough with battery manufacturing where they can get the, keep the density, maybe even improve the density, but lower the cost because they don't need rare earth metals in order to make their batteries. If they get that breakthrough where they can get maybe more common materials in a way that works the way that they would expect it to work in terms of energy density, range, recharging, cycle ability where you charge and discharge over a long period of time, plus resiliency where this thing will last a while. Now you're on to something. And I think that's where they're going to have to go. And I think that might be the real story because you're only going to get so far with what they're talking about, with pushing costs down to the suppliers, changing the way you manufacture it. Yeah, you can get some benefits from that because just building those seats to the batteries as a floor that saved them 10 percent. they're looking for another 40 i'm telling you now it's gonna take reimagining the batteries again he's got the plants no telling there may be something in one of their plants right now where they're developing something completely new and different that would turn the world on its ear and heaven help the person or the company that develops a battery chemistry that is low cost, high density, lasts a long time, and doesn't need all the rare earth metals that add the cost to battery manufacturing and make a problem with recycling. We've called him wrong before, folks, and I have too. I'm not going to sell him short. Will we actually see a Cybertruck, though?
Well, that date keeps slipping and it's still slipping, but we will. We are the Tech Mobility Show. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out and be sure to follow us. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. 